electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. This is CNBC Good Monday morning. Welcome to Squawk News. on the Street. Market Sell-Off. I'm Carl Quintanilla with uh, Jim Cramer, David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. The Dow is set for its worst day in about four months as concerns about the coronavirus uh, do get worse. It is a big week otherwise. Fed meeting, Q4 GDP, uh, the two busiest days of earnings season. Europe's down about two, two and a half percent. Asia mostly closed, but Japan down two. Ten-year, 161, and oil's below 53. Our roadmap begins with virus fears spooking the street. Stocks set to tumble at the open, headed toward their worst day in nearly four months. Plus, the latest on that fast-spreading coronavirus, 81 deaths, more than 2,800 sick, as health officials race to control the new strain of the virus. And NBA superstar Kobe Bryant and his daughter killed in an L.A. area helicopter crash. We'll take a look at Kobe's legacy for the league, for the business of sports, and even... Uh, for this program. We'll begin, though, of course, with the coronavirus. The death toll from the outbreak in China has now risen to 81. More than 2,800 confirmed cases in the country, according to Chinese health officials. Cases of the virus have been reported on four continents. The fifth case in the U.S. confirmed yesterday. All U.S. cases involve patients who recently traveled from Wuhan, where the travel restrictions, guys, in China now affect 56 million people, and she warning that we're entering uh, potentially a more challenging period now. Well, I, I, this is different from SARS, where they uh, seem to hide it. They've now passed on all the genome factors, which is going to help come up with something that stops it. I uh, wanted to give a little perspective here. I know that it's hard to get perspective on this, but uh, here's this year's uh, flu numbers from the CDC as of this morning. Uh, they estimate so far this season there have been 15 million flu illnesses in our country. 140,000 hospitalizations, 8,200 deaths. Uh, that's why I mean, you could argue get the flu vaccine, even particularly because it will stop the confusion from getting the symptoms to the coronavirus. Uh, easiest way to stop to uh, make sure you don't get it is not the mask, even though that seems to be the prevalent way. It's to not touch your face. Just keep your hands below your waist. Now, I know that sounds a little ridiculous, but it's right, sure but is. The fact is, it's not spreading in this country. Well, no, I just gave you... It, it, right? Well, it, it's not. What are there, five cases? Well, no, but I, do you want it to not spread to you? No, that's good advice, that's by the way, regardless. I, that's always good advice. Well, don't yeah, shake well, people's hands. Don't touch your face. Well, I mean, but that's... Um, I mean, you know, I don't think that's wrong. Although throughout Asia, I mean, I was in Japan last year, people wear face masks as a rule anyhow. If you go to Tokyo, you'll find... 25% of the population at any one time in the streets wearing a face mask. Well, we want the people who are sick to wear the mask, not yes. the elderly people. That's true. I mean, because the mask is not, it's being translated by touch. You know, you get it from a door handle. You get it from holding somebody's cell phone. You get it from uh, your keyboard if you right. don't put the wipes but, in. But, Jim, we're still I like we're in this period of time. We've been in it in, in prior outbreaks where there is a great deal of concern, and we're seeing it reflected, obviously, in people staying home in China and certainly these GDP enormous travel restrictions. Um, and then, 
as has thankfully been the case, life goes back to more or less normal. Yes. Uh, and these viruses are contained or they burn out. And then we look back at a brief economic dip and that's all. But why not buy the stocks that have, are not going to be affected? OK, so if D.R. Horton is down, I mean, that was a remarkable quarter, really fantastic home. Home builder does seem right. There's an article today, a piece today recommending Facebook. Now, where is Facebook in terms of the hierarchy of China? Nowhere. Uh, do you go and buy uh, Alibaba? Arguably, maybe. Well, it's getting hit today. But actually. the airlines were down 28%. percent. Uh, the hotel companies down 25%, 30% during SARS. And SARS is so far uh, not as not as viral, but certainly is well, more no, lethal. The latest outbreak, right, is, is less yeah, This less one is lethal. more contagious, we think, than SARS, but not as deadly. Right, well, the Lancet had the first, like I'm some pro, I feel like an idiot. I mean, this is not my thing, but Lancet had numbers this morning which shows that a lot of people recover. Uh, and, and they just recover, but the older people don't recover because it's very hard. Which is very typical of the flu as well. Right. That's all it is. You know, you get pneumonia in the hospital and you're older. There's a great chance that you're going to die. Well, the, 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 the most uh, the newest wrinkle this morning is the suggestion that it's an asymptomatic transmission, meaning you might be contagious and not showing symptoms, and which really, obviously makes it much harder to. Right. And that control. is the hardest thing, which is why I still think that you want to spend a lot of time just being sure that you're cognizant of how it, ha- it spreads, cognizant that it's if I touch your hands and I have it, then bring your Purell like I did today and be ready. I brought the Purell. Well, no, there's no reason. That's not a panic. Seems like a reason. It's a hedge. We, by the way, every morning, we wipe our, we, we, yeah. where's the Clorox wipe? We've so all every, become much more germ conscious over the last 10 years. Yes. I'd say. Like if you have the flu, I beg you to stay home, man. Oh, without a doubt. And I would. Well, when I had the flu last year, I couldn't even get to the door. So there was really no That's, question about my ability there, yeah. to I took a day off here. last year I, on, for the flu. I had never taken a day off since, uh, I don't know, I had perfect attendance. I had too. I hadn't missed, uh, I hadn't missed working on right. well, The flu will take you. Quite, yeah, quite. Tencent today asking staff to work from home until the 7th. Well, that's, that's February, which is beyond the golden week. Uh, and then uh, as B of A cuts win to neutral today, um, they do point out that Macau traffic's rolling in down 60 percent. Oh, it's going to be down 80 percent. 65, yeah. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that's an example of something. Do I want to bottom fish today? No. I mean, I'd rather bottom fish in Facebook with a note today where things are good, where there's not a lot of exposure. Uh, right. Do you bottom fish in Abbey, knowing it was down two bucks on uh, Friday, and yet they are using they have the cocktail in China that they're currently using against this, which is an HIV cocktail. We, of course, we have no idea whether it works, but they have to try everything. Right. Well, it is early days. We'll get a much better sense. Well, there's of all a good list. What is that? The list, list of companies and the effective therapies. Right. But you, soon it, enough, it was in a couple of days. It was time to buy for SARS. You had to start buying it, the SARS because it did peter out. And this isn't showing a sign of peter up, but there, you know, look, there's the medical professors who involve professionals right now. They have the genome; it's sequenced by a thermo, you know, by a TMO. Right. TMO is doing it. It's amazing how quickly the advances allow for vaccines to be at least created. I mean, we're still talking months, if not a year, but. It has been truncated, the amount of time that you can respond to a virus in terms of with it. We don't know. I mean, also, all many of us have experienced the flu after they've taken the shot. So it's nothing's, you know. That's true, too. I mean, um, 8,200 you know, deaths. I mean, well, listen, we're looking at a week this week where, what, five, over $5 trillion in market cap from just four companies, the key four, and then next week we get Alphabet. Right? Okay. So we've got 
so Apple, let's, Amazon, Facebook, uh, and Microsoft all this week. All right, but I don't think today's the day. I mean, tomorrow's a better day to bottom fish than today. Because it's like today we're trying to feed all the people who didn't figure it out last week, and I don't know who they were, but they seem to have been oblivious, are discovering it today. Let them panic. Okay, but we'll be talking about earnings this week, without a doubt. Of course we will. And we'll have to see how those numbers Of course we look. will. And will they be able to sustain what was a rally until this latest concern? Yeah. All right. Uh, there's another breaking story this morning as well. Government officials in Afghanistan say a plane operated by state-owned airline Ariana crashed in one of the country's provinces held by the Taliban. Uh, the airline's acting CEO is denying those reports. Our Phil LeBeau joins us with another story in which we have less than perfect information. Good morning, Phil. Yeah, Carl, and you tweeted out, or you at least suggested to me, that we should look at a tweet of some video from the, uh, the ground. You'll see that in a little bit. Uh, this is not a commercial airplane. At least it doesn't appear to be a commercial airplane. To give people some perspective in terms of where this plane crashed relative to the capital of Afghanistan, Kabul, it's south of there. Now, the suggestion was that this was a plane operated by Ariana Airlines, the Afghanistan state-owned airline. They have four 737s. Folks, this is not a 737 that you're looking at footage of right here. So take that along with Ariana Airlines CEO denying losing a plane. We're not sure about the number of victims. It was initially said that there may be 100 victims there. This does not look like the type of aircraft that would have at least 100 passengers. That said, guys, this is in an area, as you mentioned, Carl, that is controlled by the Taliban. And therefore, it's hard for media to get in there to do any kind of true reporting. So at this point, it looks like a, a plane crash where certainly more questions than answers, but it does not look like a commercial airline uh, airplane. It also does not look like one that Ariana Airlines owns. All right, Phil, we'll watch that uh, with your help today. Obviously, a lot going on. And as uh, Squawk Box earlier this morning said, overshadowing the maiden flight of that uh, 777X, which yeah. maybe we'll talk about uh, later this morning, our Phil LeBeau. Uh, from sports fans to business leaders, the world is mourning the death of Kobe Bryant today. The basketball legend and his 13-year-old daughter were among those killed in a helicopter crash in Southern California. It was back in 2016 that uh, Bryant and partner Jeff Steibel unveiled their venture capital fund right here at the NYSC. And on that day, we asked Kobe, about his legacy. In 20 years, are we going to be talking about your legacy in basketball or investing? Which would you prefer? Investing. You know, listen, playing basketball, you know, the focus is always on winning. Winning championships, winning championships, winning championships. Now, championships come and go, right? There's going to be another team that wins another championship, another player that wins another MVP award. But if you really want to create something that lasts generations, you have to help inspire the next generation. Came on again this past summer and talked about uh, the firm and new rounds of uh, of capital raises and I don't yeah. know, Jim. It's this one hurt a lot. It is funny to, yeah, it did. I think this one is where we're all going to remember where it was. Where were you? You know, I was uh, you know crossing Sixth Avenue downtown. Got it from my daughter. Said, you, you didn't believe it. it? Seems indestructible, right? It's one of those people that uh, isn't a consciousness. Of course, he Saturday night uh, LeBron passed his record in Philadelphia. So I was watching that game and thing, you know, when my daughter mentioned, what did you think about having to Kobe? I said, well, it's okay. He, he can't, he can't go back and fight uh, LeBron because that's the way you thought competitive, competitive, competitive. It was interesting when I remember when he was here and I said, well, he's being very uh, genteel, but I bet she's competitive about this. Like he was, I mean, that was what you thought about competitive. 
uh, but in a really positive way, competitive in a way that did you ever hear anybody say anything bad about him? I remember watching a little kid, in, in, it was his last time they played in New Orleans, and this little kid had a, uh, a Kobe, they were in the Ritz Carlton, little kid had a Kobe jersey, and he was crying. I said, What's the matter? Uh, and he said, Kobe just signed my jersey. He just, I asked him to sign my jersey, and he signed my jersey. And you know, how come? And I said, Because I think Kobe's like that. That was his lay, you know, he was a genial, competitive individual. Uh, like most people, I, I didn't even get a chance to meet him. I wasn't here on the days oh, that, that he that he visited with us, but obviously admired him greatly for his talent and for his incredible work ethic, oh. which which you saw not just even after, of course, his incredible, amazing basketball career, but his his work ethic, his enthusiasm, and the beauty of his play on the court. Uh, just a tragedy, and then his daughter. I mean, it just it's. Uh, uh, the, the tributes have been coming in from Bob Iger, Tim Cook. Right. I think Nike called him uh, an immeasurable impact on the world of sports. Uh, and we'll talk more about it. Yeah, Nike website's pretty good in terms of remembering. I don't know. This is one that just kind of struck you. It's like life is short. It's a real life is short. Yeah. Um, we'll uh, pay more attention to that as the morning goes on. Obviously, the market's got a lot to handle today as we take another look here at the pre-market. Uh, we'll get to some of the other news uh, that's headed our way this week, obviously. Uh, we'll talk about the implications for the Fed meeting, uh, GDP number on Friday, some inflation data, and a lot more. It is the busiest two days of earnings season as well, uh, starting not really today, but tomorrow when uh, 3M is going to roll in, Jim, uh, Lockheed, UTX, Hog, and then we'll get to the apples at Starbucks tomorrow night. Wow. Just big. Yeah. The worst. I mean, you'll have no idea how to interpret any of these. You just won't. Well, because it's big, you'll be thinking about the virus. You will, but numbers are numbers, and we can still get a good sense as to these companies' businesses. Okay, okay I mean, so Apple, let's say three. Apple surge has been incredible okay, so tw- this year. It is still a feature. 20% of the businesses in China. So what do we do? 3M, huge for double-digit businesses in China. And don't forget, the mask is not that effective, okay? It's not... No, I shouldn't say it's not. It's just not impactful to numbers. We'll also keep you from touching your face, by the way. Don't forget. You got to stop touching your face. All right. So if I got a mask on, I can't hit anything. Look, that was from my, my friend, Dr. LePou, who's my doctor. He's a CBS doctor. He said, listen, just tell people, get the flu virus, get the flu shot so that you know which version of this you have. Um, and just don't, you know, keep your arms to, you know. To the sides. Now, Eunice Yoon's in a mask on air? I know, but I thought that was scary. I wish you didn't worry. I, uh, as any, we, anybody who's ever been in the field knows it's your call. Yeah. If you're there, it is your call. Now, I'm, just one last thing. I know that uh, people, Dr. Mark Bristow, who was uh, running Rangel, was in the, in the height, in the epicenter of the Ebola, Ebola virus, and all he said was they just didn't shake hands. That was all he did. So everybody was in it. They just knew not to shake hands. Don't touch. Yeah. Elbows now. Yeah. Even hands. Okay, elbows is good. As a look at the pre-market here, obviously we're in for a rough open. Uh, more Squawk on the Street continues after the break. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. 
For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Welcome back to Squawk on the Street. Time for a mad dash as we get you ready as well for the opening bell about 12 minutes from now. Eli Lilly caught a downgrade today. No, uh, I'm sorry, Estee Lauder. Excuse me. E- no, down, e- no downgrade in Eli e- Lilly. Uh, excuse me. Absolutely Lauder. the kind of example that I would be buying. You know? Right. All right, so this is really important. Uh, Estee Lauder during SARS was not nearly as involved with Asia. It just wasn't as big a business. Now Hong Kong and China really represent the, the key growth drivers. So Opco, uh, there was downgrade by City last week. Uh, Opco downgrades today, and your term risk now way very attractive long term. So if you wanted to say of what companies are going to bounce back the fastest that are in epicenter, so to speak, it would be this one, because Fabrizio Freda uh, has done remarkable work in travel. But that's what's been curtailed. So let this one come down, and then when you think it's low enough, make a move. But China is an important part of their it's the growth engine. You have talked about it many times. Growth engine, but I'm just saying that How those done so well. Those of you who feel like this is overdone, and that we're being too dramatic, which I don't think we are. Uh, but if you think that this thing is going to be contained, this one will snap back the fastest. That's what I'm saying. So this 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 move down is is coronavirus related. Oh yeah, definitely because it just had the quarter. The quarter's really great. Quarter, yeah, the quarter was. Yeah, that's why. I mean, I'm looking for companies whose quarter is really great. I don't know whether some of the airlines are great, some aren't. But Fabrizio really delivered. Now he goes over to China regularly, deals with influencers, younger people. He has uh, duty free stores. That's where he makes a lot of his business. He is a fantastic business person. So uh, if you think, wow, you know what, this thing's under control, boom. This is the one you buy. Okay. Uh, down 4%. Of course, we'll keep an eye on shares of Starbucks and Yum China. Yeah, there's a lot of analysis others. that they're down to. Yeah, that are getting hit as, uh, for the same reasons. A reminder, by the way, you can always watch us live on the go. It's the CNBC app. Just download it today and stick around. We've got a lot more Squawk on the Street, including an opening bell 10 minutes from now. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, 
Positively FedEx. Concerns about the coronavirus intensify this morning as the confirmed cases number approaches 3,000 and the death toll is at least 80. We're looking for a fifth day down for the Dow and the first back-to-back losses for the S&P since December 9. Back in a moment. You're watching CNBC Squawk on the Street, live from the financial capital of the world. The opening bell set to ring in about four and a half minutes. Uh, busy week on tap, obviously, as we monitor concerns about the coronavirus. We're a week from the Iowa caucus, where Sanders is running number one in a number of polls, Jim. We'll sort of monitor this Bolton bombshell uh, that was in the Times last night. And Goldman's Investor Day on Wednesday. First yeah, ever. I, look, I, I think that it's interesting. You're sitting there, you're reading. The New York Times is playing up the Bolton thing rather large. I predicted uh, when we're going into this that there'll be some days where you genuinely will be worried uh, if you are pro-Trump that something bad was going to happen to Trump. But this is what happened. This is the so-called smoking gun. It doesn't seem to be impacting. Tell me if you're, uh, you think I'm wrong, David. The Republican senators in any way that make it so that you really should be concerned that something's going to happen. Hate them or like them. It it certainly seems, based on all their public commentary and the various news shows on Sunday and the other ways that you monitor uh, the um, sentiment in the chamber amongst the Republican majority, that they are uh, not even going to still vote to call witnesses. But again, this, uh, as Carl referenced it, this uh, bombshell, this report from The New York Times, picked up by others, the journal and and others, about Bolton's uh, manuscript for his book, in which he indicates firmly, apparently, that there were payments uh, withheld to Ukraine at the direction of the president. We'll see. But again, it does, to your point, appear the Republicans will stay focused on saying no. No, It was very interesting to see the Republican arguments, which is, look, which on which on which on which the president's view uh, did not necessarily even uh, attempt to go against what the Democrats are saying. The Schiff president. I mean, I watched Schiff. I said, well, he was a prosecutor. Very interesting. Uh, and then you listen to the Republicans. They're like, listen, you know, we're not going to deal with this. You know, talk to the hand. And I think that's it. Will Roberts call someone? I don't know. Man, can I go right to the Goldman uh, investor meeting? Yes, if Goldman comes down a lot. Yes, because I think what you're going to hear, maybe hear the first about the card, which is not in China yet. By the way, look for that to be starting to talk about. The idea that Apple wants the card in China would be a very big deal. Can you believe that Morgan Stanley's back to where it was, even though it reported the best of all the banks? Speaking what of Morgan Stanley, uh, their strategist, Michael Wilson, out with his warm-up today, says, we suspect uh, the first correction since October has begun. Yep. Uh, but it will be contained to 5% or less because liquidity is so flush. You buy it? Yes. That sounds very right to me with some sectors like travel down far more than that, a la SARS. Uh, I keep coming back to that CDC in- influenza and how many people died here because you think, well, wait a second, that's a lot of deaths, but of course many more people contracted it. Uh, I, as I look at the people who have recovered, number of people have recovered in China, uh, it makes me feel a little more certain the fact that the Chinese are approaching it so aggressively. But then you watch the video, I don't know if you watch the video of the, of the number of... Uh, Steam shovels, whatever you want to call them, uh, trackers. Backhoes, yes. Holy cow, the backhoes. I mean, they're treating it as seriously as possible. Uh, so, so far, other than the AbbVie combination. And no one even knows that that's working. 
I mean, that's an HIV calculator. You know, that's HIV drug. So when do we start to see, uh, I mean, looking at what the curve now is, the the 310 spreads single digits. 1.6 on a 10-year again. Here we go. Copper. Oil oil is. Copper and oil going back to October levels. Do we need to start trimming Q1 GDP, at least for China? I have to. I think you have to. Um, How can you not? Absolutely. 56 million people is a lot of people. Oh, in lockdown? Yeah. Yeah, so to speak. Not able to travel. That's going to impinge your economy. I don't know. I mean, I, look, I think the one that's most important is can Tim Cook give that guy that's as positive as we'd like to see? That stock seems vulnerable. I've always said own it, don't trade it. But why not wait now if you don't own it? Apple does report. Wait? Apple reports tomorrow night along with uh, AMD. Starbucks and eBay. There's the opening bell. S&P 500 at the CNBC Real-Time Exchange and the big board at Salusa Energy celebrating a recent IPO at the NASDAQ Miss USA. Top models and IMG owner and producer of New York Fashion Week, the shows. All right, so Brett is going to fill in here, obviously. Uh, very negative, Jim. Right. Well, look, this is the panic that people have been waiting for. I'll tell you what's really interesting. We've been saying over and over again, if we get an exogenous event, that's when you get to sell off. That's when you have to buy. I think it's only timing of when you have to buy. And I just don't think today, other than to buy Clorox, other than to buy AbbVie, other than buy it for speculation, Owens and Minor, which has, that bought Halyard for $700 million. Halyard is the company that has the best uh, hospital gowns, uh, best uh, uh, actually apparel for when you think that there is going to be an infectious disease. So you can buy that. I want to emphasize Clorox, if only just because this has been uh, always the time to buy it. Uh, whether it was H1M1, you could see it had a nice 7% rally in the H1M1. Uh, but uh, AbbVie, Ab- all it's done is make up what it did on Friday. We don't even know if that cocktail is going to work in there. When I speak of the cocktail, what I'm saying is, is that they have an HIV cocktail that worked against SARS. It definitely worked against SARS, so you're going to see that tried. Um, I wish that I knew whether it was working or not. The Chinese are going to try to tell us, I think. Uh, WHO has still not called this thing an emergency. When is that going to happen? Maybe that's the second lek when WHO says it. They're they're going to meet again. Uh, They are. And uh, they have suggested that person-to-person transmission ex-China would be something that could prod them into declaring it a public health emergency. Yeah, that and the, the incubation period, which means that you don't have any temperature and you don't think. I mean, it's like when you go to the doctor, they still ask you whether you visited certain areas. It's still there. Yeah. Um, you mentioned AbbVie a number of times. Uh, Several times. It is Three worth times pointing now. out on the corporate news front that AbbVie is getting closer to uh, closing that acquisition of Allergan. They did have reach agreements to sell um, Two key drugs that were part of the process here in terms of getting the final approval from uh, from antitrust regulators. AstraZeneca is buying one uh, uh, for Crohn's disease that's in phase two development okay. as well for phase ulcerative two. colitis. And Nestle is going to take ownership of Zenpep upon closing. Uh, treatment available for uh, exocrine pancreatic insufficiency due to cystic fibrosis. So uh, the allergen yeah. deal... All that being said, is getting much closer right. in terms of the close for and, uh, for Abby. And There you have Botox, which uh, the Abby people told me was very undersold around the world. And then there's a new one. Uh, last week, uh, ten days ago, uh, Allergan 
was approved for a one for a, an acute pill against migraine. Yes, I am the spokesperson for the American Migraine Foundation. One hundred dollars a pill. I'll be getting mine today. Uh, it is fast acting. There's been never anything on the market for it. If Abvi, uh, which right now does not have a very good marketing plan that I've seen, if Abvi markets this drug for hundred dollars a pill and there are 30 million people of migraine, it is going to be remarkable. You take one and two hours later, you, you, most people have beaten the thing. Now, we have certain drugs, shots that, like Amavig, that have been very successful over 27, 30-day period. You'll tend to have, I used to have a migraine uh, uh, 27 out of 30 days. I know. Hey, listen, I'm America's uh, actor. He's an actor. Now I have four, five, and I will take this thing for 100 bucks. I'm going to get 10 of them. And be aware that that drug is not in the numbers. Not in the numbers because it was just approved. It's going to be very big. Lily as a competitor, not approved yet. So keep in mind that the numbers for Allergan are per se too low. Uh, well, those names you mentioned, Jim, Allergan included, all on the very small winner list this morning, along with the Cloroxes and the 3Ms uh, and, the, and the Hortons. You mentioned their quarter today. That was a very good quarter. Yeah. As the, the rally in home builders continues. Given how little inventory there is, Jim, we know that we need people to start building. Yeah, and that's homes. yeah. And those are the less expensive homes. Uh, it's very that number. Just so we know, earnings up fifty three percent, revenues plus twenty four percent, pre tax margin increased two hundred thirty basis points. Typically, at this point, the the uh, margin goes down because there's so much demand for wood, there's so much demand for supplies. It's not happening. Net sales increased thirteen thousand. They bought three million shares. The drug, the house companies, the homing companies used to just spend, spend, spend. And they are no longer doing that. Uh, by the way, on a, uh, just, a, just a little light note on housing, uh, Lowe's this morning announces that they've got Honda outdoor power equipment. Why is that important? Home Depot's had exclusivity for 25 years. This is Marvin Ellison starting to break the exclusivity of some Home Depot products. However, I think Home Depot's going to be very well this year, and they're well prepared for the growing season for the that's their Christmas. Right. You've always said Which I that. always check into them because I want to be sure that they've got the right uh, flats, tomato flats. I want them during the week. And I think we're going to get them. You are. I'm going to get my way on that. When does that uh, begin? When is that uh, period? Uh, second week of April. Second week of April. Yeah. Okay. Will you go with me? Uh, David, you will not believe. I'll blow you away with my trip to, H- to HD. It's even bigger than, than some of the other trips I've taken, some more exhausting trips. Really? Yeah. Ho- Hope and Depot is, is a two-part trip. And because it's got Salesforce.com and they have good registers, boom, you're right through. Home Depot still more contractor than it is than is Lowe's. Yes. But look out. Ellison is good. I still think Home Depot is best. Craig you're doing a remarkable job. He's the CEO of Home Depot. Uh, and it is down a, a less than the overall market. We've got yes, the it should be now, after Horton. Down about 1.5%. Still up for the year, uh, barely, 0.47%. Well, they didn't do that good. The last quarter, they had a glitch. They were very open about it. It was a, a glitch that had to do with their market, with software. Yep. That, I think, is going to be solved. This will be the bit worse. This, by the way, is an investment year for Home Depot. And as we go through it, people will get more and more excited as we go through it and realize that we're almost done. Um, as you would expect on a day like today, with the focus continuing to be on the coronavirus, in particular in uh, China, where 56 million people have been at least uh, prevented from right. extensive travel, uh, Yum China, Starbucks, uh, we're getting numbers out of Macau, so when 
Uh, Las Vegas Sands all down uh, sharply. Yum China shares down over uh, 6%. Starbucks, which we talk about so often because it is viewed as a real positive for the company. It's been so aggressive there in opening stores. The per capita coffee consumption in China is so far below yes. anything in the U.S. that you can imagine the growth pattern there. But on days when there's concern about people getting out, stock's going to get out. Oh, definitely. Now, that, again, might be a terrific buying opportunity. Kevin Johnson uh, on uh, may have money when the, when the stock got to uh, 83. Uh, he was at the U.S. Air Force Academy. He said he was backing up the truck. Uh, I think he'll do the same. I don't think he's going to be as impacted as people think. I, I think he's a believer, and it will matter tremendously. David, one I want to ask you about, at what point will an activist say, FedEx, I have to go there? That's an interesting question, uh, Jim, on FedEx. It's uh, I've, terrible. You know, um, I've made the rounds on that. I, I, it's certainly been on any number of activists' radars. Mm-hmm. But what's the plan? All right, so you, you try to force Fred Smith out in some fashion or say, okay, the board has to undertake a search. But what's the real plan there for that you could see implementing a number of things or getting in a board fight to implement certain ideas at FedEx that would reverse the slide in those shares. And yeah, we'd take a look short term, but take a look longer term, please, because that's really where the story is. How about this? Have you noticed that, that uh, David Abney has been able to distinguish, he spent a fortune U- at UPS, and I think he's gotten ahead. I mean, I you know, remember FedEx. Right, but investment takes quite a long time. If you're well, an they, activist. By the way, activists typically are in these stocks for a long time. So but they don't. That they is tend- one of the, you know, people come at them and say, oh, that's not really the case. They actually own things for a very long period of time. But I'm, you know, but they need to be convinced that there's a real plan that you can put in place and you can win with. I, I don't know. I mean, I think that they believe that the staff there is, is not that great and that there are issues. Uh, I like the company. I want to find what right. Right You're level. very admiring of Fred Smith. On well, I just think that these people are just, you know, what a bum now. But, you know, what he did was he spent a fortune. He has some older planes. Spent a fortune making it so that he was going to be the way that you got goods from China in a hurry. Right. And, uh, you know, that was going to be a good business. Sometimes you need it overnight. And he owned that business. And so the idea that he was somehow wrong because, because we went to war of economically with China, it just turns out that a lot of people bought a lot of stocks that, were after phase one, and those turned out to be ill-advised. And that's important. By the way, um, I'm going to give you one that is just act, two that are acting incredibly well. One is Thermo Fisher. If you go to Lancet this morning, which is the best so far that I've seen on the virus, mm-hmm. talking about how many people have recovered already, Lancet just talks about how the, the Chinese have been using Thermo Fisher gear to do the genome. And the Thermo Fisher gear is mentioned over and over and over again. And then one other that I keep thinking, uh, oh, by the way, Moderna does really have something that was uh, fatuous that they don't. Thermo Fisher is incredible. I mean, it's a $125, billion market cap. It's a great company. billion market cap company. Uh, well, look, um, it, it got the high-end uh, GE, the fastest-growing GE product, but I think Larry Culp had to do that. Larry Culp reports this week. General Electric. Yes. What are you thinking? I'm going to focus on it. When it's ready. Wednesday morning. Yes. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday are the two busiest days of the I know. season. Those it's are going to be kind of nuts. Really good days to watch us where we are like being given stuff while it's happening and we're not there. We're not there yet. We call the game and we're not there. We're not there yet. Hey, listen, if the market tries to bottom right here, 
give it a little break. That's people who are smart enough to sell on Monday. They might come in. Uh, people who are on Friday come in. I don't know. I just this is not the day necessarily where I say, you know what, I want to take the big swing at Apple. It just may not be the day. Yeah. Um, Beyond Meat's actually uh, running counter as they have a deal now with Denny's to offer a plant-based burger at 1,700 locations in U.S. and Canada. Ethan Brown, can I just say, he spent 10 years developing this burger. This was not some overnight sensation. And I think that he should be appreciated far more than almost anybody in the uh, who's doing green, so to speak. He's not greenwashing. What do you think of the burger so far? Uh, it's funny. I, I tried a, um, a meatball hero or a Beyond Meat hero the other night. I mean, hero. Yeah. It's good. Was it? Yeah. It's good. He tried something. Yeah. You went out? You did something? What you do? We doing? went out. Yeah, we went out. He likes you went it. out? Yeah, we went. Yeah, we watched a movie. Ate while we watched the movie. You ever do that? No, to just when side. the virus go, go, come, maybe coming here, you finally that's went when out. David starts. David finally goes out. I'm like staying it. in, <laughs> and you go out. Well, that's perfect. Let's go to TGX together with, a, with some Purell and some like, Clorox I like wipes. To, I like to go out. Today. Yeah, let me get you some surgical gloves after yeah. this. If you're going like to start go going shopping. out. That's all. I just don't like to go shopping. Well, how about movie theaters in China? How are they doing? I would imagine they're not doing well. Some companies leave it I would imagine they're not doing well. No. Yes. They're not. That one scene with, uh, with Eunice, where she's at the most popular area and it's empty except for her, and she's wearing a huge surgical mask. Well, I found that. That was Beijing. Okay. Yep. So well, ba- that's not even... In any way, the center of the outbreak. No, but it did chill. I was a little chilled. By the way, IMAX, uh, 2011. Yeah, IMAX is is, uh, the most recent low. IMAX IMAX is ground zero of what you probably want to wait a little before you really get excited. Richard Gelfand, I'd love if you were to come here. It's not really much you can do. What, if you're Richard Gelfand? No. What, are you going to suddenly start serving Beyond Meat there? I don't know. Yeah, you can do I'm that. I'm telling you, Ethan Brown is a hero of mine. You can do that. He truly is. And I talked to Walter Robb, who was the member, the co-CEO of, of, uh, of, of Whole Foods. And he was telling me, look, you, have, you think that this thing was just put together? He tried formulation after formulation after formulation until it tasted great. It's pretty amazing. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of test kitchen time. Oh my! Can I just imagine? question: Can he deliver as much? Of course, if McDonald's really goes with it, I thought McDonald's was lukewarm with it because they got franchisees that may not want to check off on him. How about healthcare stocks coming down? How about if you buy HCA? So I just give you. I was going to mention Iowa is a week from today. Oh, jeez, um, that's yeah. Although the Des Moines Register does endorse Warren over Wasn't the weekend. Wasn't that something? Uh, it's uh, Sanders and Biden who appear to be pulling away from the pack. Yeah, Warren was kind of a gutsy move. How many people in the New York Times endorse? Two. Two people. It was yeah. new. Amy Klobuchar yeah. and uh, Elizabeth Wasn't that Warren. interesting? Yeah. Two? Yeah. Yeah, last week. Yeah. But Iowa is now close, Jim. Yeah, oh, For finally. Time, I finally. Was, but now it's close. You ever covered elections? Uh, no. Oh, my what a circus. No. Iowa also, remember, it's a caucus. If you're second place, if, you're, if your first place person doesn't get 15%, then you go for your second place. So it's, it's not completely clear. How about the way that Nancy, Speaker Pelosi, uh, delayed the, you know, took the uh, long way and make it so that, uh, that Elizabeth Warren was 
not in Iowa. And Sanders as well. Yeah. Yes. He's having to be present. Or Klobuchar. Yep. Or Klobuchar. Yeah. Yeah, but not Biden. No. My no, like, look, I, speaker's not endorsed anybody. Or Buttigieg. True. Uh, so we're off the initial lows. Dow's down 425. Let's get to Seema Modi. Hey, Seema. Hey, Carl. And the losses did start overseas, a nearly 2% loss for Japan, South Korea. Uh, markets there. Europe is down about 2% as well. Here in the U.S., we're coming off the worst week since August. If you look at the S&P 500 sectors, utilities, the only sector trading in positive territory. The final week of January is shaping up to be a rather busy one. Nearly 150 S&P 500 companies set to report earnings. We also had the final read on U.S. GDP. And the first Fed meeting of the year, and that breaks the deadline headed for this Friday. Now, in terms of the coronavirus and the fallout, that's certainly showing up in different parts of the market. Travel being the most obvious. Still, a lot of analysts saying it's hard to assess the financial damage when the numbers uh, keep changing. Although we're looking at a lot of the online travel operators, Marriott, China being its fastest growing market. Uh, you can see down about 3% and some of the airlines also lower as well. For the cruise lines that have sailings to China, uh, Royal Caribbean and Carnival, Nomura, just in the last hour, trimming its earnings estimates for 2020 by three to five cents as those two uh, two operators suspend their China sailings. You can see Royal Caribbean down about six percent. Uh, within retail, luxury has really been under pressure, not just today, but over the past one week, especially when you look at a name like LVMH and Caring, the parent of Gucci. Of course, China makes up about 35 percent of global luxury spend. Speaking of LVMH, we have earnings tomorrow, so we'll have to see if the company can address uh, what they're seeing on the ground inside China as we uh, get the Lunar New Year started there. On the earnings front, this is also the first week of earnings for the industrials. In 3M, you can see only stock higher when you look at the industrial sector. That company also manufactures those face masks that are, of course, are seeing heightened demand amidst this virus spreading beyond China. And finally, keep an eye on oil. Goldman Sachs saying about a $3 hit to the price of oil, given the virus and the concerns that could have on economic growth. That's pressuring some of these oil producers. Guys, back to you. Seema, thank you very much. Seema Modi. Let's get to the bond pits. uh, Ten-year, 161. Rick Santelli is at the CME in Chicago. Hey, Rick. Good morning, Carl. You know, you could say what you will about technicals, and of course we follow fundamentals and technicals on CNBC, but once we closed under 190 after not getting over 2%, and then we closed above 180, adding fuel to the fire, and then this past couple of sessions at the end of last week, we made the close under what had been a intraday low from the 8th of January, right around 171 building more momentum as you see yields across the entire curve moving down. Now, many could try to tie this to politics, but it's pretty clear coronavirus is at the epicenter. Look at a two-day of two-year note yields as they continue to move to levels, as you see on the next chart we haven't seen since October on a closing basis. Matter of fact, twos all the way out through 30s are at levels should they close here. It would be the lowest closing yield since October. Look at a one week of tens. We could clearly see as the corona news started to come out, the market really started to give it up. Finally, what's going on overseas, really not much difference, but the pace. This is why you don't use percentages in yields. Here's a chart that's basically two weeks of boon deals. We've gone from minus 15 to minus 38. That is a move, especially at a time where it looked like Christine Lagarde was getting some love with respect to maybe getting rates closer to zero. And finally, the dollar index having a good week. It's the flight to safety currency, best levels since December. Carl David, Jim, back to you. 
Rick, thank you very much. Dow briefly goes negative for the year uh, at uh, 28,538, uh, slightly above for now. We're down 405 points. We're back in a moment. Let's take a look at Fang this morning and uh, where the laggards are at this point. Uh, you can see uh, Apple, uh, which reports tomorrow night at 310, the laggard among the mega cap tech companies. We're slowly repairing some of the initial damage. Dow down 393. We'll get stopped trading with Jim in just a moment. It's time for Kramer and Stop Trading. If you're looking for something just reported that we know is good, you want to look at American Express. We had uh, Stevens downgraded it, but uh, Credit Suisse likes it very, very much. And I've got to tell you, I think that this is one where they're making some incredible strides. Uh, Steven Squirry, he's the uh, CEO, really addressing the younger people, 50% of the new signups of millennials. So if this one comes down, I'm adding that to the list of buy it. Period. Right. End of story. Jim, what are you gonna ha- how are you going to handle this tonight? I'm going to tell you what, I mean, I know this is, I don't want to capitalize too much, but I am going to tell you what makes sense, too. All right, Jim. You can buy tomorrow. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx.